Dolls, and welcome to all our juicy listeners. Uh, welcome to episode number eight. Woo! Number eight. And um, how y'all doing? Good. Awesome. <laughs> Having a good, good, I guess, starting off the week great. What was all that? What happened? <laughs> <laughs> well, not too much. Just got back from uh, Pennsylvania watching my daughter walk across the stage. Shout out to Kia. She graduated on Saturday with her bachelor's in psychology. Oh, wow. wow. And was she a cum laude, cum laude? What was she? She was cum laude, and she was also honored for Sci-Chi, Psychology um, Honors National Program, and also MVP for her volleyball team. Oh, was she? Yes, she was. All-star. Yes, she's an all-star all the way around. Academics as well as a scholar-athlete. Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. Well, congratulations, Mom. Great job. Thank you. Okay, y'all. So what we're going to do, uh, we'll just start off with the question of the week. Uh, May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and since we are experts and we have experts in-house. That's right. Um, we're going to just, you know, talk about that because there's a, a lot going on. You be thinking, oh, my God, my man is crazy. And he really is. <laughs> <laughs> Something is really Girl. wrong with him. He is oh, clinical. Yes. He is very clinical. Oh, yeah. He ain't just crazy. He really is crazy, he's, girl. He really is crazy. <laughs> he needs, he's the type of crazy that needs some meds. He needs meds. Um, so, you know, we was wanted, you know, you guys to recognize, uh, that's the question of the week, how to recognize mental health issues in a relationship, which is really deep because a lot of people go through it. I know personally, and it's on serious notes of uh, recently, uh, uh, someone's uh, boyfriend committed suicide. Young people too; these are young mm-hmm. pe- young folks is um, committing suicide. You know, you know, and they just think, okay, I, I knew he had issues. He wasn't taking his meds. Right. Then all of a sudden, he flip out. You know, so you know, we want you guys to be aware. And it's not just oh, he's just crazy. No, he needs some help. Oh, she need help. Right. A lot of women need help too. Yes, they do. And they ain't, she ain't just crazy. There's a lot more Because she's jealous. It's some mental, exactly. deeper layers going on. So Yvette here. <laughs> Don't try to make excuses. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you see, we softened up the approach we talked about the women. You saw it was different. We'll call it the PMS syndrome. <laughs> During that time of the month, we all get a little bit psychotic. See, I, I thought PMS stood for putting up with men's shit. <laughs> that's, that's, that's true, too. <laughs> All right, but you bet you're the counselor. Yeah. You're the licensed counselor here in the show. So how do you recognize mental health issues in people? Well, um, that's a kind of a two-folded question because it's not always easy to recognize signs of mental health issues because a lot of people just don't look for them. It's just that different clues that people do, different things that they say, um, and what's truly going on, because it can be an array of different things that happens in a relationship. And you're just, you know, the one thing that I've been hearing people coin the phrase 
for now has been bipolar. Everyone wants to call someone bipolar. But you really need to know the signs and symptoms of someone that has bipolar. It's not what you think it is. Just because a person has a different mood here and there does not clarify them as being bipolar. But you have a lot of people that deal with mood disorders. And that's very rarely discussed, especially within relationships. We see someone and the first thing we do is we get tied to them based on the fact that, oh, I like the way they look. I like the way they smell. I like the way that they dress. And we never check out their medicine cabinet. We just go over there. Yes, I brought that up because I think it's a very valid point. If you, Oh, no, I don't need to be your friend on Facebook. I don't care about your wall. Show me your medicine cabinet. Show me your medicine cabinet because I need to know if there's some Seroquel or something in there hiding. I need to see these things. Like you need to be aware of that. Like, okay, what's going on? If someone tells you, oh, I'm on 500 milligrams of Seroquel, you need probably to kind of check out or say, hmm, wait a minute, hold That's on. That's an anti-schizophrenic, isn't it? Not necessarily. A lot of people would tell you that it's used to help me to sleep. It's not. It's for depression. Okay, that's what it's scotch for is for. Yes. Scotch helps me sleep. Scotch helps everybody I don't need sleep. a prescription for something to help me sleep. Well, probably so. <laughs> probably so. We're going to have to put an alcohol tether on him over here to make sure he stops drinking. And do not put bologna in there to cut it off. Oh, I'm giving up too much information. What happened? Don't say it. What bologna do? It helps with the alcohol scrambler that you have on your, on your ankle. Do it? Yeah. So if you eat bologna... You don't eat bologna. You take the bologna and you, you stick it stick in stick it in with the tether because then it gets body temperature and it still feels like skin, but it's a barrier between the uh, – everybody knows that. I yeah. did. And I learned something today. Yeah. I learned you some, girl. Oh, okay. But <laughs> back to our, our, our question of the day. So basically when you're thinking about mental health, the first thing you need to do is recognize what's really going on with the individual. Is his mood changing? Does it change with just seasons? Does it change when there's an um, event in his life? Or does or does she change when there's an event in her life? How does the mood comes up and how do they uh, present themselves to you in the relationship during an argument or during just casual conversation? What's going on within that conversation? A lot of times people would go off on tantrum for no no observed reason. They are just you're having a um, a regular conversation that all of a sudden it turns into a battle. And you're looking like, okay, wait a minute. How did that just go left field that quick? What are you talking about? And then they begin to blame you. They begin to look at different things and saying, oh, you're cheating on me. Oh, you're doing X, Y, and Z. Oh, I see you doing this. And then they begin to kind of have hallucinations of what they think you're doing. Or they so readily want to be up under you all the time. Everywhere you go, they checking on you. Call me when you get there. Text me. Show me your surroundings. Show me where you're at. There's something going on with that individual that they're that tied to you. I feel like you are best friends with my first wife. <laughs> <laughs> I think I might be, Dave. <laughs> I did call her the other night. <laughs> but you have to really watch these different signs. And then a lot of times when there's a, a true mental health breakdown, the first thing that goes is hygiene. Because they're no longer thinking about showering or keeping up with how they look, how they smell, how they dress. That goes completely out the window. And then the next thing is how they become depressed. Are they down? Are they happy? How's the mood swings? Are they at a place where they constantly cry? Are they sitting there by themselves? Is there any forms of isolation that's going on? 
the next thing you want to con- uh, also concentrate on is, um, as we talked about, how they their speech is. They, sometimes it's a speech impairment that comes about because they begin to talk and they slutter over their words or they cannot uh, form any type of words. They cannot keep a conversation. Um, they kind of, you know, talking about things that do not exist. They kind of uh, had a, a grandiose idea of different things in life. So they saying, okay, well, yeah, you know, I just met the president or, yeah, I just seen this happen or, um, yes, this happened to me. You, and, you know, you have to be careful with those type of signs because they are showing signs of different type of mental illness. And there are so many out there these days that a lot of people hate to be labeled. And even within sometimes, and I'm going to call it out, our African-American community, there's so much stigma about seeing the therapist and actually receiving assistance with whatever is going on because they're looking at it like, well, I'm not crazy. I don't need medication. And some of you do need medication. A lot of you. A lot of you. (laughs) You, I mean, if you don't want the medication, you can look at herbal remedies. But at the same time, sometimes you need something to regulate what's going on within your brain chemistry. So we have to understand that it's a very serious issue. You have to be knowledgeable of some of the things that you need to watch out for. If it's um, rapid weight loss or weight gain, is there anything, any talks or about suicide, anything that they keep saying that they want to do? Are they restless? Are they irritable? What are they doing when they're irritable? What happens in that stage? If you send something to them or whatever, you send something to her, and all of a sudden, it's, it turns into a fight. It turns mm-hmm. into, okay, our argument. Even though we know we argue back and forth, but there's a different type of argument with them. Mm-hmm. It's more of accusing you of stuff. It's more of saying that you're doing these things to them or something is happening or people are talking about them or they see people watching them or someone's calling the phone all the time and hanging up. So there's something going on. And so these things we overlook, and um, as you were saying earlier, Nada, that people just say, oh, girl, he just crazy, or uh, she just she just nuts. But no, there's something wrong. Mm-hmm. You need to either get out of the relationship or seek help for them. Yeah, and I think everybody think it's normal to, um, it ain't normal to argue like that every week. No, it's not. It's, it's odd. It's, it's very odd. Unhealthy. It's very unhealthy. It's, it's stressful. I mean, if I got to argue with you every time I leave the house, every time I go somewhere, if I got to show you the stuff you this, and, and a lot of girls do this, and, I, and I've yes, witnessed they it, do. they will FaceTime their man to show them their surroundings. Not cool. Not cool. You know, and I, and I think that's odd. You, you got to be knowing, you know, and men, men, women do the same to their men. Yes, they Who do. Who you with? Who in the background? Who, like, what kind of, calm down. I heard a woman back there. She's the waitress. That's a cashier. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm getting gas. <laughs> you know, calm right. down. If someone constantly doing it to you. Run. Exactly. And you can't always keep saying it's cute because he's it's jealous. Not, it's not Or cute. she's jealous. It's not cute. It's strange. It's, 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 it's odd behavior. Right. Somebody that overly uh, concerned with your uh, day-to-day activities that way, there's a problem going on. Yeah. And then, like I said, with, you know, you have to really watch the moves because their moves go in and out. If they're at this place where um, everything is an adventure, then all of a sudden they jumping and running and doing this. And then all of a sudden it's a crash. Mm-hmm. It's all of you know. Then it becomes they're down, they're depressed, they're angry. They're um, there's nothing you can do to calm them down. And then understand if you are dealing with someone that get into a manic stage, you cannot calm them down. There's nothing you can do. Mm-hmm. So don't you know if they're talking out of their head, don't convince them otherwise. Don't try to change their mind. 
Don't say they're crazy. This is how a lot of women and men get hurt because they begin to try to rationalize with someone who's not rational. Mm -hmm. You cannot rationalize when they are in the stage. You can't logic with crazy. No, you cannot. I didn't want to put it that way, Dave, but thank you. No, you can't. (laughs) You can't. There's no logic. You can't. There's no possible way to do so. So you have to remove yourself from the situation at that moment. You have to really seek help and get some type of attention for that individual because it can turn bad real quick. And most people, even though they don't want to admit it, they know something ain't right. So once you bring it to their attention, they may be kind of like standoff. It's like, "Ah, there's nothing wrong with me. And if you keep saying like, no, honey, it's something not right. Uh I understand that I can go there with you. I think, and that's the thing. Just let them know that they have support. People don't don't want to be labeled like you said. Exactly. But if they know they got support and say, and then let them, and don't feel, and don't make them feel crazy. Because they know know it's not, they don't feel normal. You know, they know Uh they, they jump in with their mind and thoughts and they know they're going back and forth. Exactly. Just make them make a comfortable environment to introduce help. Uh-huh. Uh, because if you bring a hostel and say, oh, you crazy, you need help, of course they're going to be defended and, you know, don't want to do it. But I think if you make an inviting situation, if you care enough, you know, because some people may be defiant and not want to go. Uh-huh. And if somebody not want to go and you can't change them. You can't. Because every, no, everyone wants to feel normal. There's right. no person that wants to admit and say, hey, I have X, Y, and Z. Most people want to feel like I'm just as normal as you, and which not saying that you are because our sense of normal doesn't mean that it's actually normal. Mm-hmm. We all go through a, um, a depression stage in life just because we're adults, just because we're human. Yeah. Things happen that cause you to become depressed, cause you to kind of get into some type of uh, mental health issues where you need to talk to someone about it. Because when you're talking about women or men who's going through a divorce, you're talking about uh, losing a loved one, things happen in life that causes us to get into depression. Even postpartum. Postpartum depression is a big one. Yeah, because a lot of men think, especially for the men, because a lot of men don't understand pregnancy at all. Mm -hmm. They don't understand it. They know they women going crazy with their hormones, but they don't understand the depths of postpartum after you have a baby. Uh, And postpartum shouldn't last no more than two weeks. Right. They call it the baby blues. The baby blues. Two weeks. If you see something longer than two weeks, your wife, girlfriend needs help. It shouldn't go that way. Like she said, she don't want to wash herself. She don't mean, well, I'll take that back because I, I don't think I really ate or washed myself after I had my kids. <laughs> Scratch that one. <laughs> oh, diapers everywhere. That, diapers everywhere. Don't worry you about that. You just tired. Now, that right that, there, we have to overlook. Yeah, Sometimes overlook you're tired. It's a long night. Yeah, don't, don't overlook. <laughs> wearing diapers as whole shoes. Yeah, don't worry, don't worry about that. Use them as trays with your food. Don't worry about right. that. <laughs> Scratch all that. Scratch all that. So she may be a little smelly and diapers everywhere. That's normal. <laughs> but I'm talking about if she's crying all the time and she don't want to hold the baby, things of that right. nature. You know, your biggest clue is deeper. that when the baby cries, she's got, she kind of stand there and freezes. Right. And she don't want to touch or uh, interact with the baby. She kind of keep pushing the baby off on someone else and saying, oh, I can't hold her or I can't hold him. He's too small or I feel this way. There's right. something going on. Right. And that's postpartum depression that she's crying, that she's the baby's crying, she's crying. She feels like she can't console the baby. She's feeling like that she's unable to nurture. She don't want to touch the baby. She don't want to be involved with anyone. Sometimes she don't want you to touch her. Right. And this is what you call postpartum depression. Those yeah. things that we really, truly need to pay attention to. And I'm talking to the men out there. You really need to pay attention when do, when yeah. your women have babies because there's a lot that goes on with your hormones that men are unaware of. It takes a lot to have a child. It's not as easy as it seems just by... 
um, having sex and then all of a sudden you're pregnant. It's so much that goes inside of a woman Literally, to have that baby way. to develop. A lot that goes in. <laughs> a lot. Yeah, but we laughing, but it is very serious. Um, you know, it, it, I think that's a key for the men to recognize because, you know, Unlike, I can say this, when a man give us say, give us a suggestion, oh, baby, I think you need help, I think women are more likely to listen versus a man. Yeah. A man always feel like he's a man and, you know, and, you know, a mom, yeah. if a woman give him suggestions, she, he feel like she's in a mom role now. Uh-huh. And he got to be that rebellion kid for whatever odd reason that Men is. Men like to rebel. For whatever reason. <laughs> but I think if a woman feel that her husband or her boyfriend is giving suggestions, oh, okay, I think, honey, you need help here. This is, again, still giving opening, right. non-judgmental, inviting uh, suggestions, say, hey, I'm here to support. You know, and if, if, any approach, as long as you're there to support them, I think that's cool. And they'll be willing, hopefully willing, uh, to uh, seek help. Uh, but there's a lot of resources out here. Um, you can Google, mm-hmm. and Dr. Google, you know, right. and has a lot of resources in your local communities of where to go for to seek help. Uh, if anything, call your assurance and uh, they can give you a list of who could help. And right. Out of, with it low cost out of pocket. Call the Essence Center. <laughs> the Essence Center um, is very helpful. They what is can SS A S A C C E S S. What they do, they link you with different uh, mental health agencies, uh, community mental health agencies within your community where okay. you can get to that's uh, readily available for you. It's nothing to be ashamed of to receive help and to talk, some, talk to someone about issues because we all need to talk sometimes. You need somebody just to be a sounding board mm-hmm. that's not judging you and not giving you advice, but basically mm-hmm. listening to what you're going to going through and helping you to decide what is the best recourse for you in your life as well as your family. So mm-hmm. it's nothing wrong with seeking help. Also, the last thing I forgot to uh, mention is um, a lot of times when we're dealing with mental health, people lose um, a sense of pleasure. They don't begin to do different activities. They kind of pull themselves away. And that's what I mean about the isolation Thing. They um they're no longer showing up to family activities that things you normally would see them at they're no longer there. Their house can become very cluttered. It can become full of stuff and there's things everywhere. They can begin to hoard things. They can begin to put on extra weight. They begin to over drink. And so these are things that someone is going through something because usually what you're going through you may not say anything and if it's something mental health wise. Is going to show out in your activities and your mm-hmm. daily life and the things that you do. It's going to show up somewhere in your body or in your home life. Your house will look like a wreck. You cannot get things together. You cannot fix up your house. You don't want to clean. You don't want to keep your house. you kind of just all over the place. Yeah. So these are some signs that you need to pay attention to as well. Okay, and also we go add all this uh, the resources. Uh, what do you call it? X SS Center. SS Center. We will add that on our Facebook and on our um, Instagram stuff, so you guys can have that information. So you can have it at a later date. You know, if you see somebody or if you need it, uh, use it. Hell, right? Sitting around being crazy for you. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to. It's too much help out here. Sitting there being crazy in your thoughts. Exactly. Get out, get out of your thoughts. You're all right. Right. <laughs> you're doing more harm to yourself by not re- not asking for help yeah, and don't forget you know yeah. somebody that's contemplating or saying they want to commit suicide oh, yeah. take it seriously yeah. don't just say okay you'll be okay you'll get out of it yeah. when a person is in a rut 
They are there. Seriously, you yeah. need to pay attention. You need to watch the signs. You need to be aware of what's going on with them and not just look at it as, oh, you just talking again. Don't do that. Really listen, because most people who contemplate suicide, they are not going to tell you the day they're going to do it. Yeah. They'll tell you, okay, I'm feeling depressed or I just want to die. But when they actually commit the act because they don't want to be stopped, they're not going to tell you. Yeah, and that, and, that, and that is very serious. If somebody actually say, hey, you know, I was thinking about killing myself, that's their way of seeking help. Exactly. So do not ignore that. Do not say, oh, it's going to be okay. It's mm-hmm. going to be okay. Just go do this. It don't just go by that. It, 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 it ain't going to get fixed by uh, just a drink or just a out, night yeah, out. Exactly. Have a couple shots. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Get over her. Get up under another woman since yeah, she left. Because if actually, somebody work. actually verbalized, I'm going to commit suicide to you. Exactly. That's serious. That's a cry for help. Yeah, serious. Even if they just like, oh, God, I just want to die. Okay, we need to still seek help. What's going on with you? You know, take it very seriously. Don't brush it off because it's, it's just a lot of... It's, 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 it's serious. And I haven't even heard it on news today. Suicide is up or it's, it's, it's uh-huh. especially on Facebook Live, people are killing themselves. It's just crazy. Yes. Crazy, yes. crazy, 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 crazy. So you guys take everything serious. And again, we're going to put all these resources on Facebook and all on social media. Social media. Social media. <laughs> That's a drink getting it's to me. Social me- <laughs> it's a social media platform. This, this, this red, it's beautiful. This red cup is getting to me now. Social media. Yeah, <laughs> real serious in here. Social media. Um, okay, but yeah, so definitely. Oh, thanks, Yvette. So, and also, first of all, talking about resources, we got one here. Yvette, tell them where we, you can be reached. I can be reached at Yvette <laughs> at cradlemecare.com. <laughs> Email me. I'll, I'll make sure late. the phone number gets edited out. It's too late. That's Yvette, Y-V-E-T-T-E, at cradlemecare.com. <laughs> she didn't even have a red cup, so I don't know what that's about. Um, I don't know. Okay, so we're going to continue on again with our weight loss. Weight loss. Good gosh. <laughs> weight loss <laughs> hacks. <laughs> weight loss hacks. Okay, so... We gonna continue with this one now. This one you could do again. Our weight loss hacks is about losing weight without coming out your pocket. Something you can do with things in your house or whatever is going on. You could do it without spending a lot of money. So this one is mindfulness. I don't know if you. There's a. Not, I don't know if you in like uh, social worker counseling. Mindfulness uh-huh. is like a big term. Everybody's being my. That's like a trendy thing right now. Right. Mindfulness, and so they say mindfulness eating, and I think it shouldn't be mindful. Yeah, yeah, yeah I guess I don't. Know. I, I just kind of like the term, but anyway, it's that's yeah. what it's called. Mindfulness. So basically, uh, it's a practice that uh, you can use in all areas, not just weight loss, but everything. Everything and, in your life. Yeah. And so basically, when you use it for weight loss, it's basically paying attention to what you eat. So say you're eating a hamburger. They want you to sit down, first of all. That's a, that is a key, sitting down, because I have a problem with that. I was cook dinner, and as I'm cooking, I would stand up and eat. Mm-hmm. I eat, I eat, and by the time everyone else is eating, I'm full. Because you have tasted everything. I tasted everything cooked. I cooked. I'm not, I don't even want a full plate because mm-hmm. I don't even know how much I ate, actually. Right. Because I'm tasting it. And especially if I make spaghetti, I'm going to get a little plate. And I keep feeling, I keep feeling this little plate. Like, <laughs> did she calls me? My, my sister lives next door. Cleo lives next door to Then she calls me. Hey, go try the spaghetti. Right? 
<laughs> so now we both said it over you spaghetti. Spaghetti. For hours talking. <laughs> Don't let a small no, place of spaghetti. Don't let us have no drink in the kitchen. That, we don't eat half the pot. It. It's no room for seconds. Nobody can get seconds now. Literally a like full, full made, plate. I thought you made a big pot of it. I did. I did. It's gone now. I should have called you down an hour ago. Right. Clear or blue came over. <laughs> but definitely. So basically they say sit down and eat. Mindful. Sit down. I said, what you sit down? Okay, get a hamburger. You eat a hamburger. It's now, delicious. <laughs> Do you see the cheese that's yeah. falling? Yeah, on did the you burger? see the bacon crumb that just <laughs> and so how well do the bun and the butter crumbles. on the crisp? So especially if you like like grilled your butter, your bun mm-hmm. like put some butter on them, and so now you hear that like so that's so that's you got to pay attention. No, I'm serious. You got to pay right. attention to like the that's crunch in the bread, and you got to pay attention to the crisp of the lettuce. That's what we got, and it. then a pickle. And then I like onions, so like that crunch of the onion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, if you want a grill, they ain't gonna crunch, but still, you taste it. Then you teeth sink. The something you hit the veggies. Cause I like veggies. So I'm gonna have a lot of veggies in my house. I, I know you are. You know I'm gonna have less veggies. She she gonna have just meat and cheese. bread. That's it. And cheese. Whole lot of cheese, and meat, some, bread. And some onions. So the German diet. Yes, pretty much. <laughs> but me, I'm gonna have a whole. I, I like I. I heard somebody say this. An older woman. I love this. She dragged her food to the garden. I said, like, oh, my God, I'm going to use that term. <laughs> I was at Subway. She said, girl, you dragging that through the garden. I said, oh, my God, I never thought of that. <laughs> I never thought of saying that, but I do drag my food through the garden. Yes, you do. <laughs> I love vegetables. So, your teeth hit the lettuce. Right. I, 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 I see it. I visualize it. Your teeth hitting the tomato. Mm-hmm. And she takes it off. If this, <laughs> this is what she bet she took everything off. But I take my I tomato know. off too. Even half firm. of my bread. I hate a salt tomato. Oh my god! Now Cleo Blue, I hate. I say tea. Well, oh, I'm sorry. We call it tea too. So <laughs> Cleo Blue slash tea. I say hey. Well, let's be honest. Everybody likes it firm. Right. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Dave. Thanks, Thanks Dave. <laughs> so she. Oh, I say take it to tomatoes. It be soft. I hate it. I was like, I hate soft tomatoes. <laughs> I don't think I ever checked the tomatoes. She don't take tomatoes. She just grab them. If they red, she mm-hmm. think that's, that's good. It's oh, not. No. Especially, you gotta have a firm tomato. I, especially now, I find out that they shine the tomatoes. Have you, uh, like, yeah, they do too much. They with these do fruit. too much with these tomatoes. Yeah. So. And what is that powder on grapes? That's another thing. She think that's like deadly. Like, death. What is that? What uh, powder? She is think on it's grapes? like sprinkled by the deaf angel. She don't know what it if is. If it's powder on grapes, do not go back to that grocery store. It's powder. I have no idea. You ever seen powder on grapes? Like no. Kroger's. Kroger's. I seen powder on grapes. Baby. Powder, I don't know. Like it's white powder. something. I don't know what she it is. always want to make sure to do. Uh, Are you saying when the grape is like just dry I, looking? Uh, no, 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 no. There's like a white substance on it. It is. It is weird. Well, either All way. Right. So, again, my mouth is hitting the bread. Right. So I'm thinking about it. Well, this is too much mindfulness for me. Get What, what else? Now, br- that's what it is. They say you got to think about it. Then you got to think about what you're eating. Mm-hmm. A delicious burger. But they said the mindfulness, now you're into the burger. Now I'm the burger. I became. <laughs> well, I became. hell, the burger, the burger really has become me. <laughs> I, I, I need to I think about some became things. the burger. Girl. <laughs> That's what it said. I'm not becoming so, a burger. No. But I did cook a good burger. So, random uh, aside, are, are you aware of the burger battle? 
What is that? That's happening June 25th down at Eastern Market. No. It it came across my news feed today, and I immediately RSVP'd as going. So it is June (laughs) 25th. It's Sunday, June 25th from noon to 5 p.m., and apparently it's like a lot of chefs that are making a lot of burgers. And it's like an Iron Chef throwdown burger battle kind of thing. hell no. Wait a minute. June 25th. June at the Eastern Market. Shed 5, yep. So we. So can I'm just pretty go. sure Cutters yeah, is going go to be there. And, and you Shout get, out to Cutters. You get to eat burgers. Wait a minute. Do you got to pay? Well, yeah. Yes, I mean, you got to pay. Yeah. You got to get tickets. Not to each say it. I mean, like, I mean, you just not each. Like, they may be giving out like small little. No, it's kind of like the, the, the taste like, fest. A taste fest. Yeah. Have you ever been to, like the whiskey events? That right. kind of stuff. You buy your admission. Exactly. And then no. 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 Damn. Whiskey events. Look, they. Not yet. You have to invite us. We have to take. We got to go with you. All right. I mean, I want, no, like, I want not just say, hey, Nate, to come to the event. I want to be like, no, this is my plus one. Nada, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say, hey, Nate, just come here at 9 o'clock. Right. I need to walk in the door with you. Nate. Oh, that's good for you. Life's good. We'll make okay. that happen. <laughs> okay. All right. So. Uh, now that I became the burger, now what? I'm the burger. <laughs> so that's it. I'm, I'm just letting the burger. Wait, now, wait, now you're I- the burger? <laughs> I'm not even the lettuce. I'm just the whole hamburger. <laughs> so, think about Do it. Do I feel bad because I've eaten myself? Like I, I feel like, like now, so psychologist, I feel like now we're in a Freudian dream because now she's the burger are, being eaten. We are. Uh, yes, exactly. And I'm sitting here thinking like, okay, wait a minute. How can we get to the, how can we get to these other, um, these other thoughts. I can't even think now. This thing is so confusing to me. How did you come a burger? But this mindfulness is such a, I don't think that's it's a power. unique therapy, but it's kind of, you have to really understand it to utilize it. I've became the burger. <laughs> I've eaten myself. So how do I get back to reality? Because you're stopping and you actually allow yourself to think. So you're no longer concentrating on just talking at the dinner table. Now you're sitting there and you quiet. begin to pay attention Very to everything quiet. around you. See, you guys know I like food. I like everything about food. So it's like, okay, yeah, that uh, doesn't that that makes me want to make another burger. Probably so, like, but damn, then this at the same really <laughs> But That's as you're problem. eating a burger and you realize, okay, I'm biting into this burger, and then your mind gets to tell you, okay, is this healthy for me? Should I be eating this hell much yeah. of the burger? I don't care about healthy good burger. Good I say, meal. wow, wow, Miss Cleo, you did really, really good. You should try this. <laughs> you taste, you taste awesome. Now, how about this? So this is this is the uh, thing eat, with mindfulness. Eat burgers that are good enough that your inner voice goes, damn. <laughs> That's a good burger. Right. Now, I made a a really good burger. It had bacon. It had Swiss American. It had lettuce, tomato, of course. Onions. No. Yeah, fried onions. You know those Mm. like onions. Wait a minute. She didn't back it up. So she is the chef at the nursing home. I know. I know. She's a tough chef at the nursing home. First of all, no, no, no. She's an iron chef at the nursing home. I'm an iron chef at the nursing home. They call her out. After she made the burger, all the men in love with her now. All the guys that work are in love with me. I'm sure the burger made that happen. Yeah, sure. No, literally, the burger, burger, like, they were like, hey, have you had one of her burgers? They were like, no, she never made a burger for me. Like, they got into an argument. And he, like, when everybody walked out, one of the co workers, he snuck up on me and checked me. He got real close to say, don't you be cooking for nobody else. I was like, what? <laughs> what? We don't even 
good. See, if you would have been practicing mindfulness, you would have noticed and understood that there's more people in there who probably would like to taste the burger. They, so let me take my time and recreate this burger I had to. that everyone can taste. I had to. He was like, she felt bad, so she made me one. What? <laughs> but no, so I have to wait till my supervisor leaves. This is hilarious, y'all. I literally wait till the first morning shift, 3.30. That's where I go, it goes down, 3.30. I'm like, okay, what what's on the menu? You can pull out whatever you want. I can pull out People always wait till the managers leave. And then, like now, I, they notice. Like my coworkers notice what what I be. I be moving real fast. I'm like, okay, you got 20 minutes to cook yourself something to eat. And they notice. They be. They don't leave. They don't leave. They be like, what are you doing? I see you. Why you got soy sauce? <laughs> <laughs> All that sodium. Yeah, you know these like, old people can't have that yeah, sodium. Yep. Yep. So it's good for you. Yeah. Sodium is bad for you. Too yeah. much sodium causes swelling. It it occurs. It, it's natural. <laughs> it occurs and it's natural. It's natural. There, there's salt mines underneath Detroit. It's a natural thing from the earth. Exactly, it is. You eat the double, but quarter- it turns against us. No, no, no. You. It's it's all about balance. You eat the double quarter pounder with cheese. And then you get the large fry and you dump all the salt on it because you eat the double quarter pound of the cheese and it cholesterol everywhere. Then the salt on the fries jacks your blood pressure up, blows the cholesterol right out of your blood system. And then a Diet Coke. And you're and you're good to go. And you're good to go. Oh, that sounds really bad. <laughs> that's Nada, a good meal. Miss Dana is known for ordering a fatty meal with a diet. I don't get it. A, a diet. diet. Uh, I can <laughs> rationalize my way you out. You know of what? I stopped drinking Diet Pop though. Yeah, because we all have that. Uh, what is that uh, ingredient that we all allergic to? Probably aspartame. Yes, we all. Yes. we all get like a uh, hand spasm. Juicy news. All right, so y'all, it's time for the juicy news of the week. And this week, oh my god, I don't know if y'all been keeping up with the Braxton. Is Tamar? How the song go? It's what? Tracy? <laughs> are y'all trying to sing the beginning? Yeah. We are the Braxton, and you see that we are an ordinary family. Tamar, or Tony Tamar, whatever. Braxton family values. Either way, y'all, I don't know if y'all been keeping up with it, but this season been crazy. Yes, it this, has. I mean, even before the Braxton started, like the first episode, even before they started, you already knew about the history of their husband. I mean, their dad leaving their uh, mom. Yeah. Um, and he's like a pastor, head pastor of the church. So this season, dun, 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 the woman who took, stole their, my man, stole her man, mm. Evelyn Man, mm. entered into the show. Yes, she did. Last episode, y'all. Mm. Mm. So anyway, so they did it like they do the annual like vacation with the family, right? Right. And it was just a sister. Why do they always leave the brother out? That's the question. I don't know no why you. I, my thing is this: I understand that you want to do a family vacation, and they always say us girls need to get together. Us girls have little children, and for me, I don't know. This is just I'm coming on my off. I'm going on my soapbox real quick. And if you're listening, probably not. But if someone give you the taping, I just want to say to Tawanda, it makes no sense to me 
for you to be in a battle of custody for your children and, and your you take kids. off and do exactly what he told you you do in the first place. You left for a family vacation in Mexico and left your children with their father. Tell you I don't do that shit. She don't. She brings her family along and they always have an issue with it. But guess what? Tawanda, you have young children. Yeah. Tamar has young children. You don't do a family no, vacation and this include your kids. Right. Your kids are your family. You guys are grown. As Please stop acting like you got to go on a vacation with your mommy and your daddy. Without. You are grown with husbands and with other children. That's strange. Get your life. Right, I don't strange. get it. That, well, that was strange. It's very strange it to made, me. And it made so much sense for Tamar to bring her husband. It was her husband. We, uh, her it was husband. his birthday. That's what Tamar said. She was she like, like what? She was like, you, first of all, <laughs> right. his, our family is his family, and that's it. And that makes so much sense At the end of the day, if something happens to any one of them, guess what? Your mommy or your daddy can't do anything. It's your spouse who's in control. And then if your children are grown, it's your children. You're no longer tied to just your mother and father. They'll always be who they are to you. But you have to begin to be eclectic and allow everyone in. How dare you shut out your own kids from a family vacation? I can see sometimes you just need your things to do and you need to go out as women. That's fine. But you never see you guys with your children. No. Except for Tamar. This, I mean, I don't know if you got it that way and you just don't want to air your, your kids. Clearly, I get it. But clearly, Tawanda don't because he mentioned that. Yeah. he. She, it's not just for the sister vacation. It's like She all jumps the time. up and go in the middle of the night on the plane all everywhere the she needs to go. Yeah. And, you know, he stayed at home for that purpose so she could fulfill her what dreams. she needed to right. do for her family. Right. But at the same time, then you shouldn't have been having children. Right. If you were still wanted to hang out in the street, do this, do that, and you want to still act like you're 10 and 12 years old, then y'all should be having kids. Because to me, y'all acting like, in, y'all, act, y'all acting infantile. Y'all still chasing this dream. Right. Well, either way, so basically, like, it was the, basically the build up. I think Bryson's been on, what, eight years or eight seasons? Well, I guess the same thing, eight years, eight seasons. Uh-huh. Um, God, I've been watching that show for eight years. I know. I was just thinking about it, like, oh my Damn. god. But either way, so but it's been good. Um, they finally again they did it. Went on a Mexican uh, sister vacation, but with their mom, they wanted their dad to come. The dad didn't show up. The dad was hinting that basically he wanted to bring his new wife. He been married to his wife for sixteen years. He got married to his wife one month after his divorce from their mother. Right, and so. He basically, because they never really. Well, I hell, think, my husband got somebody pregnant. One of uh, my ex-husband, uh, one month after we separated. So I guess mean, is, that, is that the, the time? I guess frame? that's the dude to go in number. Thirty days. Thirty days. 30 days. I gave you thirty. I get, that's it. That's all I need to jump at. <laughs> Man, ain't shit is no. But anyway, <laughs> well, anyway, so his their dad. Uh, you know, wonder he hinted that they wanted to bring the wife, and so Tony, as the oldest daughter, was supposed to tell the mom, "Hey, mom, dad want to bring his new wife. How you feel about it?" And right. Tony said, "You know what, y'all? I thought about it. I ain't telling her that because as a wife, as a I wouldn't want no ex nobody who took my man to sit at a dinner table with me, mm-hmm. which is totally understandable, right? Right. I'm with them on that. I'm with them. You know, I'm t- it's totally understandable. So, it ain't like y'all agreed to divorce. This heifer, I don't care if she a young heifer or old heifer, she's still a heifer, took your husband. A heifer, you better sound real old. She did. A uh, heifer. A heifer. Took, I'm like, what is t- going on t- here? T- took your he- uh 
took your health, took your husband, and now uh, she she wanna uh, come and sit at the dinner table with you. So Tamar, I mean Tony said she wasn't gonna do it. So either way, now the mom don't know anything, so she thinks she's just on a vacation with her and her daughter, right? right? And maybe her husband may come, her ex husband may come. So long story short, the husband, her ex husband came, and he brought the wife. Once the mom found out he was there with her wife, with his wife, she left. She left. Yeah. She left the island. She left Mexico. She left. She said, I don't have to be, they don't have to be in my space. She mm-hmm. said, I don't want to be in their space. Why are they in my space? Right. Totally understandable. Because she, you know, clearly, even though it's been 16 years, it's just how it happened. It is how it happened. But I, yeah. you know, even looking at the episode and thinking about my own life, um, I felt some type of way about that. I understood where she was coming from, but I also seen how much pain she still carries. Mm-hmm. And it was almost, it was hurtful to see that she's still bitter mm-hmm. from something that took place 16 years ago and she has not moved on. Right. Because at this point and stage in your life, your attitude and what you're carrying is allowing your kids to carry the same exact attitude with you, right. with their dad and his and his wife. Right. And which I understand that there's some issues there, but when are you all going to begin to deal with it? Right. Then opposed to act like it happened, I'm done, it's over. No, because it seems like it's a lot of healing that needs to take place. Yeah, and so basically, oh my God, Tamar had a total breakdown. It's like even though it's been six years since the divorce, it's like soon as they saw their dad there with the wife, it brought up as if it would happen that day. Exactly. And it so did. even it, it's like the effects of divorce. It doesn't matter what age of the child. It takes them back to childhood uh-huh. because again, it's it, it's it, it's like a parent. And the child, it's like they actually was able to, which I think was healing moment, they was able to confront that woman that they feel destroyed their life. Right. I, think it, I think it was a very healing process. And I, again, I think Tony hit it on the nail when she said, it's not so much that you left mom. Mm-hmm. It's the way you presented it's it. It's the way you presented she it. She said, and she told the woman, what is your favorite meal? And she said, the little was like lobster or whatever, whatever. She mm-hmm. said, okay, great. Imagine if your favorite meal was delivered and served to you on the top of a garbage pail tray. Uh-huh. Do it still look appealing? No, because it's on a goddamn garbage pail exactly. tray. Exactly. So it's not, she said, it it's not. Dirty. It's, yeah, it's dirty. She said, it's the fact that how you presented your new wife to us. Not so much you have a new wife. Right. And the fact that he basically shunned all his kids because he was shamed. He couldn't uh-huh. fear because he wasn't man enough to up, up, to um, to be honest, honest and to, to to take a, a, a responsibility of his mistakes. He didn't want to take that L. No. And so that was deep. Uh-huh. And it's still going to be continued, y'all. So I think it had the season's not over. So I think the next episode is Evelyn, the mama, going to sit down. And she never did this. Uh-huh. Sit down with the new woman. Because the problem was, I didn't notice to the last episode, she was with their dad six years. Ten. Ten years before he actually left his wife. Mm-hmm. So I don't care. I she, about 10 she, years. And a woman look old and tired now, but she's still yeah. an old and tired heifer. Because first of all, you knew you were married. Like they said, don't open your don't open your legs to a married man. Right. And that even though cool. he said that the marriage was falling apart, Nigga, if that please. was the case and you were seeking someone outside <laughs> of your home, then you should have left your home before you seek someone else. You should have made sure that you closed the chapter. The thing is this. They never closed the chapter. What's that chapter. line you said? 
Excess. Yeah. He should have seen what was he should have like? he should have went to uh, Essex Center and called somebody and said, "Look, I'm not. Lo- I need help. I don't like this marriage. This woman. We don't get along. Right. You don't just you don't invite someone else in your bed and right. then you turned around and basically let your wife know you're in love with another man. I mean, another woman. Oh, oh God. Who knows? That happens too. But that happens too. I mean, I, I felt some type of way about it. I really felt her pain. I felt what yeah, she went through. It was and serious. you know, I had a, a similar thing close to that, even with you know going away to my daughter's graduation. Right. I didn't want my ex husband to bring his um his child's mother right. because I didn't want to see that. I already had to be in the room with them before, and it was very uncomfortable for me. And I felt this time was about my daughter. It was about right. her celebration and what we went through and how what I had to go through to get her there. And she got herself there, of course. So, I mean, kudos to her. But I didn't want to be bothered with that. I needed this to be my time, my moment. And, I, you know, I, I felt like, okay, am I being selfish? Then as I thought about it, no, I'm not. Why do I have to constantly be inconvenienced? Based on you. And it's not, this woman is not his wife. If this was his wife and it's been years down the line, I would have to get over my feelings, but this has only been a few years. So it's still kind of fresh with me. And right now, I'm just not ready for it. And, you know, she's pregnant again out there, world. Mm. So I don't want to see her walking around pregnant again. your ex. With my ex right. and this other baby that they have together. That's a lot. It's bad Wait enough he tried to hold stuff on, it in my on, face about this baby. So he came with her. He came with her. And their baby. And their baby. To your daughter's graduation. Exactly. That's a lot. Exactly. That's and then he, he called me and he had the audacity to ask me, did I save them some seats? Are you serious? Oh, no, he did I said, oh, you must be out your mind. Something's wrong with you. <laughs> and he just, he laughed and then, you know, hung up the phone. Why would you ask me that? I'm not so an evil person. Whole, you didn't see him the whole time. No, whole I, you know, I'm, right. I'm grateful to God. It rained the whole entire graduation. So it was very muddy and cool and it rained. So therefore... We didn't even get a chance to take pictures or to even. I ran into him based on him bringing my daughter to the car. That was it. By then, his um, daughter's mother was in a different area. Never seen them the whole entire time we were there. And that's deep. And like I say, even though, like you said, you guys moved on, you have a wonderful man in your life. Right. He has whoever. Hey, baby. Life. Love you, Dwayne. He has whoever in his life. You know, mm-hmm. but it's still, how, like I said, how it was served. You yeah, I mean? it was how it was served. How, how was she served. came into how it was served. How she came into play in 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 my life and my married right, life. Right, and to think that you know, um, you know, we only have two children together, and this this the third child he's having. No, the second child he's having with her is a boy. So it's a lot of pain right, with that. So right, I understood right. where Miss 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 E was feeling, yeah. and don't want to you know deal with them and want them in her space because I'm at the place I don't want them in my space either. I know yeah. he has to come because he is their father. Right. But when it comes to your woman, I don't need her at my home. Mm-hmm. I don't need her in the area that I'm at. And I didn't think it was right for her to be there to celebrate that at is. a moment that she had nothing to do with. You know what? And I think a lot of women and. and the reason why I think she really wanted to come because she was pregnant. I know a lot yeah. of women do a lot of digs, especially them side chicks who feel like, okay, I did it. Right. I'm now right. the girlfriend. I'm now, I took him. Right. So now she he's feel like she, she, he's with me. And so she wanted to brag. She wanted to prove a point. She, she wanted, wanted to, to prove show. a point. And, and, and that's not cool. As I, I feel like she uh-huh. should have said, no, baby, you go out there. You support your daughter. I'm going to stay home. Right. It's no, it's no place for me. 
at this moment with your daughter, exactly. your grown daughter, because exactly. Kia's grown. Yes, she is. She's grown. She's and Kia go because Kia grew up with you and him mm-hmm. as parents. Right. She don't need to see this half a pregnant. Exactly. First of all, that wasn't cool. I didn't know he did that shit. Yeah. <laughs> that shit ain't cool. That shit ain't cool at all. Right. You don't do that. You don't you don't present that shit to your daughter graduating with her bachelor's degree with all these honors right. at her graduation day. She don't need to see that shit. Right. He wrong for that. That's another side note. We talk about that shit at the end. <laughs> I don't like that. Um Damn, I didn't know he did that. He is. I don't like that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> that made me mad. He's why a you, dirty why man. You, why would you do that shit to your daughter on graduation day? But anyway. I was not thinking that he even did that. Mm-hmm. You made me mad, you veggies. Now, let me get back on my focus. Okay, hold on. <laughs> Let's finish this damn show so we can talk about this. Okay. Okay. But either way, okay, so it's time for the juicy letter. Y'all need to start writing in, you know, some more letters um, for the juicy letters. Yes. Uh, again, again, we're not just people talking. We do have experience. We have counselors. So right. So we can give you some real advice on how to get things helped in your life. Uh, but either way, go to TalkJuicyDetroit at gmail.com if you have any issues. Or definitely if you want our juicy letter, we, your name will remain anonymous. Um, so don't worry about any of that. Connect okay. with us. Yes. So this week's letter is called My Sister Slash Mother-in-Law. Okay. So here we go. I've been married to my wonderful husband for eight years now. And we have two beautiful children together. My husband's family is extremely close. Ever since, he lost, ever since he lost both of his parents as a child, his older sister did an excellent job by stepping up in, uh, in, the mo- in that mother's role by raising her younger siblings. She raised my husband as her own child because he was a toddler when he lost his parents. So the only mother he knows is his sister. Now, when I met his sister slash mother-in-law, he told me she's very protective of him. So when I met her, I was prepared for the interrogation. And it was an interrogation. It was very intense. Even still being married to my husband for eight years now, our relationship has not got any better. At the family gatherings, which is a lot, she doesn't even speak to me. Even when I try to hold a conversation with her, she politely excuses herself from me. I told my husband now I I, how I feel, but he just brushed it off as, oh, that's just how she acts. And, and everything's okay. I just want a better relationship with her. And I would like to know of any suggestions and steps on how to make it happen. I think the sister slash mother, uh, she feels like uh, uh, that the wife took her security blanket. She lost her parents too. You know? She 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 took her security blanket away. You know where's her comfort now? Mm-hmm. You know that's the closest thing she have to her mom and dad is her, you know, is her youngest brother. So I think she probably need to call it the SS Center. <laughs> right. I think she need to call the SS Center. You know, and or reach me at Yvette uh-huh. at CreditMeCare. Please don't call that number. Call. Uh, well, call you. Call your vet. You know, some of these concerts do are shady. Oh uh, no, I was playing. No, you can call help. <laughs> yeah, but, but yeah, yeah, I think she took her. You know, she probably feel like, hey, you know, he, you know, he's mine. He's been <laughs> right. He's mine. That's she's she's very very territorial, 
And she obviously do not like the wife. She don't like her. Don't. Not at all. <laughs> but the she wife ain't telling. But the wife ain't telling something about this wife. Yeah, that she that she, she don't like that she's picking up or might not because like. Even, but if, even if her tech is a mother, you know, a mother, right? And even, right. But we're talking about mental health this month, and guess what? Some people has have different strange ways and yeah. views of holding on to things and blaming people for when their life has a change. And if she's not ready for that change, then how dare you invite someone into our lives? Right. And men, they are so infamous for not want to confront their family and they allow things to continuously go on until there's a true, true breakdown. And it's like, oh, you know, damn, something's really wrong. Let me let me say something to her now. But now it's at the point where your relationship is critical. Right. And you, it shouldn't take for your relationship to get critical for you to say something to a family member. You know, when you take on a wife, that wife becomes your family and your family becomes secondary. Mm-hmm. They're no longer in the first spot. And some women, especially mothers, have a problem when it comes to their sons to let them go and to release them to another woman. Right. Because they're looking like, I've been mothering him. I've been caring for him. I've been doing this. And now you want to come in and you want to be me. Right. And that's a problem, and he needs to um he needs to check her. Yeah, and, but again, you don't know what, what this wife, wife has done or what the her husband has told his sister. Exactly, you know, because even still, a protective mom or whoever protective sister, they will love somebody who they know love their son or brother. It's uh-huh. like, oh my gosh, she's awesome. You know, you've seen that. Some protective mother was, you know what, I gotta give her credit, credit. Dude, he got an awesome yeah, wife. Sometimes like, they like the ex-woman who keeps coming over right? and like, well, I wish you would have married her because you had more of a relationship with her and you right. refuse to give that woman a chance. Right. So, it, 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 like I said, you don't, we don't know the whole story. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that, you know, she is a bad woman, but the fact is, I think what she needs to do is probably have some sister time with her sister-in-law. You know, say, hey, hunt, let's let's go out to lunch. Let's go. Let's have a pamper me day. Um, you know, I want to thank you for raising. Since you already said he, she raised him well, mm-hmm. thank her. Right. Uh, this is excellent. Thank you. Uh, you know what? Let's let's go out and just just get to know her. Get to know how she feel and have empathy of what but she it's went been through. Eight years. I know it's some deep issues. It's a very deep issue. I, I wouldn't say. I mean, I, I mean that sounds real good. But if the woman's walking away from her and when she try to have a, co- like a casual her. conversation with she her, don't, and she don't like her, it's a waste of time. I would say they need to sit down with someone. They need to go and actually, yeah. if they, you know, if you're in church, seek your pastor or seek a counselor and most bring him like, along. She ain't like, you know, most like I'm just saying, she's she feeling you, she ain't about to sit got, down with a pastor. You got to her. do an intervention without somebody yeah. knowing. You know, yeah. that means if that's if you don't want to bring a pastor and if you want to sit down between you, her, and your husband. Mm-hmm. And point out different situations or what is it that's going on. And sometimes it takes that conversation to break the ice because you don't know what he's been telling her. You know, we all have had those type of experiences sometimes. I wouldn't say we all. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I know I have myself and you have to confront the situation or else you're, you know, that person is left thinking this is who you are and never knowing the whole actual story from your point of view or your side. So right. somewhere along the line, there need to be some type of communication between all three of them. Right. Yeah, that's how it is. So, honey, I, I, my suggestion is definitely, like I say, seek help. See God. Uh, <laughs> seek up and see God, huh? Go seek a nail specialist. Uh, go get yeah. a massage with her. Take her to dinner. 
Let her know that first of all, I think honestly she should thank her first. You know, let her know like, oh my God, you were and it sounds like you got. I am not kids. about to thank her after no eight years. I'm sorry, Nate. I don't agree with that. I ain't I thanking know. you for raising him. And it's been eight years now. I've been trying to communicate with and, you, and, and you, you treating me like I'm a bald headed stepchild. And he, and he is grown. He like, He's yeah. grown. You know, <laughs> fuck her. Excuse my lame, but fuck her at this point. I'm not kissing your ass for this grown ass man. You I'm probably sit here, bear this I kid. Try, I'm trying to make it seem like I know. In my heart, if it was me, I'm like, bitch, you're right. What it's been eight years, and I've been through all this bullshit with him. And you want to turn around and act like you want to carry some weight? Right. Get the fuck on and get. get Girl, bye. I got time for that. Right. So either way, honey, it's up to you. <laughs> Keep it moving how it is. Or, like, try to build a relationship or not. I think your husband has to step up and say, hey, sis, you got to give her a chance. It's been eight years. And this, right. This, you have, and if he don't, if she, if you didn't give her a reason not to like you, it's very strange. He got to give that line in the sand. He right. got to draw it and let her know right. and pull it clear. This is my wife and you're going to respect her or, because yeah. this is who I chose. It ain't up to you anymore. Right. And men need to learn to stand up. Stand up for your wives, right. man. Right. right. And your women stand up for them because they're the ones that's going to hold you down at the end right. of the day. Right. If she laying there washing your dirty ass drawers, hold, it down. hold her ass down. P-O-P, hold it down. Right. Right. Hold her down. <laughs> All right, y'all. And that's it. So, <laughs> that's it. So, so, all right, y'all. So, you can connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at uh, Talk Juicy Detroit and on Twitter at Talk Juicy 313. And again, y'all, if y'all have any issues that you would like us or a letter G want us to talk, talk on air, uh, please send us an email at talkjuicydetroit at gmail.com. And y'all remember, um, if you want to get your hot little Memorial Day outfit, hey. please go to glamstylesboutique.com and get your 15% off of some sexy, affordable fashion. And make sure you use the promo code JUICY, juicy uh, to get your 15% off, okay? And until next time, y'all. Wait, hold on. Also, uh-uh. don't forget... If you have a baby under the age of one or you're pregnant and you're looking for help and you are a Medicaid recipient, Uh-oh. look us up at CradleMeCare.com or connect with me on Facebook at CradleMeCare. Or you can also email me at CradleMeCare at gmail.com. Just follow me on Instagram. I don't have anything awesome to say. Just follow me on Instagram <laughs> at SheBlueThrew3. <laughs> follow me on Instagram at SheBlueThrew3. Okay, guys. Oh, I'm sorry. It's info. At CraterMeCare.com. I'm all confused tonight. That's the email. Info at CraterMeCare.com. She drinking all night. I don't know what the heck's wrong. She must be drinking before she got here. I need to go to sleep. That's why she was late coming in. (laughs) It's been a long weekend, guys. All right, till next week, y'all. See you next Tuesday, live at 9. Toodles. Live at 9. Thank you for joining Talk Juicy Tonight. Let us slay your life. Talk Juicy.